Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander and this is Knee in Tech. It is time for another special. This one was recorded at PASS Summit in Seattle in 2017 and consists of two interviews with Adam Saxton and Patrick LeBlanc of Guy in the Cube fame and Rob Sewell, a data platform MVP specializing in PowerShell. So without further ado, enjoy these interviews. We are joined now by Adam Saxton and Patrick LeBlanc of Guy the Cube fame, as in serious celebrity people. Uh, could you just give the listeners a, a quick rundown of who are you guys and what do you do? So, we are Guy in a Cube. We both work for Microsoft, been working for Microsoft for a while, and we do videos and we do demos and cool stuff. Cool stuff. So we, we, yeah, we like to have fun. We, we, like, we, we, we massage data. We yeah. make it feel good. We get intimate. We get, intimate. we get intimate with the data. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. happy to hear that. Uh, all, <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I mean, I was at your session today. This is recorded at, at a past summit in Seattle, 2017, and your session was guy in a cube unplugged. Yeah, unplugged. Yeah. And I just need to ask you guys, how much of that was scripted, and how much of that was two Not minutes over beer? That you know what? The the, the only part. <clears throat> I'm gonna get really serious now. The only part that was scripted was uh-huh. we we kind of knew what we we're gonna demo. Yeah, That's we it. said like here are the stories that we want to like tell. That was it. That was it. That's it. That was That's it. it. Okay. Everything else, like all the interactions, all that was not planned. It was dynamic. Yep. Completely dynamic. Yep. This is the third or fourth time we've been asked that today. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. yeah. So the next question, how, how long have you guys been married? Uh, <laughs> I think our five-year anniversary is coming up. <laughs> is it now? <laughs> what is that, silver? Or uh, right. what is that? Or right. just wood? My wife asked the same question, by the way. Wood. Mine will come down to the basement and go, hey, Adam. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Mine too. She's like, you're talking to Patrick, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Even my kids will go, yeah. oh, hey, they know me. Oh, yeah. Our families know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's and like, you're both at Microsoft. Yep. Yes. And I know you're going to switch... Jobs. Yeah, I'm switching teams here in a few weeks, going to the Power BI Cat team. That is awesome. Yeah, it's the customer-focused team on the product side. Yep. Most people don't know what Cat is. So. Oh, okay. But today you're <clears throat> in the the product- documentation, documentation team on the product side for Power BI. You do blog posts and stuff for PowerBI.com too. No, so it's not. They're not blogs. It's the official documentation. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is semantics. Everyone calls them blog posts, but they're not blog posts. Okay, so. they are not blog posts. It's official. It's the official documentation. So. Right. Yeah. And Patrick, what do you do for Microsoft? I'm actually, at, at this today, yeah. I'm a pre-sales resource. And so I work for U.S. Education, just the United States. Um, and I sell, I'm a technical salesperson. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much do a lot of demonstrations. Pretty much do a lot of demonstrations. <laughs> I do okay. demonstration data platform. So any, oh, yeah, yeah. So I don't have a, I wish I just focused on like Power BI, SSAS. Yep. I cover the entire data platform. So some Linux, SQL, Azure. machine learning, Azure. Um, and so I'll go and talk to customers right. about how you implement it. I do some architectural design sessions, stuff like that. So you're you're more of a broad guy? Yeah. And you're... <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sorry. Yeah. And you're more of a slightly... Thank you. Thanks, See, and as we speak, people as are coming we speak, and this is what happens when you have celebrities on. Uh, Whatever. So, so do you, you do primarily Power BI, or do you do I more do, than I Power do Power BI? BI, and I also do uh, reporting services. He does Kerberos. I do Kerberos also. Well, I love Kerberos. Kerberos is more of a passion. I'm going to tell you a secret. That's uh-huh. his sweet mistress. Oh. 
Kerberos. Kerberos and SharePoint. It's his sweetness. It's SharePoint. Yeah. Love SharePoint. I think okay. if you can marry him, he would. Huh. They're inanimate objects, though. You sure? I don't know. We'll have to ask Adam. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not going to go there. Not going to go there. How, how did it all work <clears throat> start for you guys? When, when did, did you come to Microsoft? Oh, man. How many uh, years ago? So I came to Microsoft in 2005. Oh, it's uh, been December a while. 2005. Yeah, I'm like 12 years right. or so. Um, you haven't been in a, 2010. As long. Yeah, 2010, yeah. 2011, something like that. Okay, yeah, somewhere around so, that. So a few years, about seven years. And then you just found each other and realized yeah, we just found each other. It was like magical. We were running on a hill, and it was like music was playing, and it was. Yeah, it was. That, that's <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, it had to be at a conference. We, we met at, I think, Pass. At Pass. Oh, okay. Um, and so it was like, I remember uh, like the first year or two, it was like I saw him around. We didn't really interact. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is my 10th Pass Summit that I've been to. Right. Um, and he's been coming forever, too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I think we just ended up, he, he got involved in the Power Hour. Yeah. And then we, I think that's really when we started talking. I was more. tapping stuff. Yeah. I like to tap stuff. You like to tap stuff. Oh, I love to tap stuff. Uh huh. It's okay. Fun. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. You tap a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that kind of reminds me. You um, you said something about the Power Hour at your session and yeah. that you would do pretty much the same thing without the it, bad it things. Was, it was in the spirit of BI Power Hour. Uh -huh. Yes, our session. Without it being like really edgy. Not safe for work, right? Okay. So my well, session... No, the Power Hour is not safe and, for Yeah, the Power Hour is not safe yeah, for ours work. Ours was safe for work. Yeah. Okay. We hope so. The power so, hour was on the edge. Yeah. How, how would you define edge in that case? So, do you want me? I'm, I can just tell you. Sure. All right. So, back in the day, he can bleep things out. So okay. It's okay. So I wrote this Windows Phone app. So I'm kind of a popular guy, uh -huh. right? You saw some. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really popular now. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, you know, no mean to brag or anything, right? Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Okay. Right. So I'm traveling about a bit. Traveling about. Traveling about. Yep. And it's really busy, so I don't have time to keep track of all these people that want to hang out with me. So I wrote an app. Right? Oh, okay. And it rates people. Oh, it does right? it now. And so the app is called Tinder. Yeah. I tap that. Oh, man. Now <laughs> it's just, the light bulb just went off on it. Yeah. So I didn't want to say that in the session, but you get it, right? So All I right. tap that. That's why I'm like tapping his phone. It's like tap tapping your phone. And then Microsoft gave me this really nice Dell XPS. Uh -huh. And it was a convertible. It went both ways. Oh. I really enjoyed that guy, mm -hmm. right? So, <laughs> so that's Power Hour. That's, that, that's Power Hour. That's the Power Hour. And you're still doing Power Hour? No. <laughs> no that, that's why when I made the comment, this is in the spirit of Power Hour, oh. that you got the reaction oh, you yeah, did yeah. from the crowd. Yeah, like, they were happy. very excited. Yes. No. And it was like, without the other... Oh, I think okay. next year we ought to do close to Power Hour. Well, I thought we just did. Closer. Okay. We'll you're going to go over the edge. One of these days you're going to go over yeah. the edge. I will go over the edge. No, no. no I'll hold you back. Okay. He'll hold me back. I'll get close. I'll be hold, it'll be like holding onto his belt, like over the edge of the cliff, and yeah. like, yeah. yeah, that that would work. Yeah. But <laughs> okay, so this whole Power BI stuff—it's not been around for that long. Uh, I had a second birthday in July. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of has come a, quite a long way. Ooh, yeah. yes. Well, so it's actually been around a little longer than that, but the the incarnation that you work with today uh -huh. has been around for a little over two years, yeah, almost, right. almost two and a half years. So. And it's it still was, a toddler. Well, it is a pretty powerful toddler. It's a very yeah, powerful yeah, toddler. Powerful. I, I call it, it's in like grade school right now. Okay. Yeah. Just okay, based yeah. on the years, right? Not on the years. Okay. How it's matured, right? Yeah. Okay. So when, when it, it first came out, people say, oh, Tableau, 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 Tableau. Yeah. Power, Power BI is kind of 
you yep. know, yeah, Eclipse Tableau somewhat. Yeah. It's my opinion, right? Yeah. Well, it, and it, it's done that at a phenomenal rate, a rapid rate, like, very fast. So they're still cranking stuff out. I mean, I've I've seen like stuff that's coming. There's a lot of stuff that's in the works. Like the plant, we're always planning and just trying to vision new stuff it's to come out. Thirty day cycle. It's that's yeah, yep. that's crazy. It's insane. But the the thirty day cycle. How many cycles do they have? Kind of queued up. Uh, um, so they typically do planning in six month windows. Oh right. Um, so because if you get past that six month time frame, it's like, well, you know, where are we really going to be mm. in that time frame? So yep. Yep. so they try to keep it at six month frames and figure out what's coming in in those six months and yep. plan for that. All right. Cool. Well. Considering just how fast Power BI has been developing, and, and where, where do you see this Power BI stuff and, and the interactions with Azure and, and stuff like that in just three months, six months, so, a year? So uh, a great example of this is Dynamics. Right. Um, so really looking at integration with other Microsoft products uh -huh. to maybe think about experiences uh, really focused on like the embedding side where you're not really thinking about Power BI, but it's there in the products. So whether it's SharePoint or Dynamics or just enabling embedding for other app custom applications that you may do. So Power BI is just kind of the tip of the spear for all of the services at Microsoft. So it's I, I think you're just going to see that really resonate more and yeah. uh, just a lot more depth and uh integration with other things. So would you say that pretty much everyone needs to know a bit of Power BI or is it specialized knowledge? The world needs to know Power BI. Yeah. So so the mantra for Power BI when it first came out was five minutes to wow. Yep. Right? So the idea was that you could get spun up very quickly, yeah. bring some bring in your own data, create a stunning report and dashboard and publish it and go. Yep. Right, and you can you can do that. Like if you just have a CSV file with some data, you can do you can absolutely do that. Um, it takes a little more time and investment if you really want to get your data model right. Yep. So you can spend a little more time on it, shape things uh, the way that you need it. Yep. Get those calculations right. Um, build out those visuals and custom visuals. So you can spend a lot of time on it, but I mean the the idea was like you can get up and running fast. So yeah. in terms of knowing Power BI, someone here even told me that uh, at Pass Summit told me that it's like. You know, it's it's really you know people usually demo products and they say, look, you can just drag and drop and it just works. And usually it's not. There's a lot more to it. Yeah. But with Power BI, it's legitimately that I can bring in that data and just drag and drop stuff. And boom, I'm done. Yep. Seconds. So, it, yeah. In seconds. Yeah. Literally. Now, seconds. I, again, you can spend a lot more time and enhance the the model and the visuals and get things to really pop. But ideally, if you don't know what's going on, you can you can do this fairly easily. So. Sure. I've been using it for a um, more of a prototype thing, yep. just to showing customers this is what can be done with your data yep. without the whole data um, modeling and, and right. stuff like that. To yeah, begin with, you don't with, need to know like hard DAX to really no. get this up and running. Yeah. Uh, if you want to export further, you can, but just Absolutely. as a quick prototype yeah. thing. Yeah. And considering the the price point, yeah. it is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. the desktop. Absolutely. Yep. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah. I can accept that. So here we are at Pass. Yeah. You've done your part, so to speak. You're still stuck in the clinic, which is pretty <laughs> awesome, by the way. <laughs> says that. Um, so what do you see for yourselves in a year, two years? Where, where are you going to be? Oh, I know, it's hard. So one thing that happened this last year, and I'm hoping Patrick gets to partake in this next year, is uh, we, like, it's massive traveling this last year going to SQL Saturdays 
across the world. We're going to Uruguay. Um, we're going to Uruguay in a couple oh, weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's their first SQL Saturday down there. Uh, so we're going to participate in that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we get to go to Bits. Bits. Yep. Uh, I, I will say I'm going to Bits either way. SQL Bits. SQL Bits in yeah. London. Yep. It's going to be in London in February. Last so I'm bringing my family. We're going to do a family vacation out in London. Ooh, so, nice. Um, yeah. my, my wife's not been happy with me that I've been traveling outside of the country, and she has not. So so we're going we're to hook her up and, and get her outside of the country and get her to see some things. And get then, me outside the country. Yeah, we need to get Patrick outside of the yeah. country. But we're getting, we're getting him to Uruguay. Uruguay. Right? So yeah. That's going to be his first... International. Oh, I went to like Costa Rica. He's in Costa Rica. You know, but you know what I mean. Yep. Right? Yeah, real yeah, outside real of America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He needs to experience jet lag, is what it is. <laughs> it, is it is something else. So, but I, I hope that we get to continue to, to do that kind of stuff, yep. plus the video oh. stuff. Oh, yeah. um, I'm, we're always thinking about new ways we can take it to the next level. We're all about next level. Beep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? NLS. I, NLS. Um, I tweeted that, and it was picked up. Yes, it was picked NL- up. We are NLS certified. We are NLS certified. Certi- certified. That's a new ribbon there. Yeah, that's a new, that's a new ribbon. That and yo, Hang on. yo, <laughs> next All level right. certified. Yes. And the uh, speaking of the the whole guy in the cube thing, yeah. you came aboard fairly recently. Recently, six yep. months, seven months, whatever. Yep. No, it's been more than that. It's October, ten months. And wow. the channel's been around for three years. Yeah. So. Time flies. Yeah, January. I, I think the official first video was January. Was January. Yeah. January yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, what are your plans for this? Just do more of the same, or do you want, what do you want to do? We, again, we're always thinking about how do we tweak things? How do we make it better? What, yep. How do we adapt to what people are commenting on? What do they want to see? Um, I'm like... so. Patrick has it easy. Right? I, do. He, I do. He just records the video. And then he hands the files off to like OneDrive somewhere and says, Adam, they're here. <laughs> okay. I get to do all the editing and the, the post-production. But you enjoy that. I, I do like it. He enjoys um, it. But we, I'm, one thing I'm looking for is to try and get an editor on board oh, for the right, video stuff. Right. Um, so we work at Microsoft. Microsoft has a little resources. So I'm talking to some folks over at Channel 9 to see if they can help with maybe editing. Taking that. It takes a lot of time, right? Yeah. So I've got other stuff i got to... Guy in a Cube is not our day job. No. This, we do this for fun, right? This is not... We have other stuff we this have to do. This is our donation to the community. Yeah. yeah. We, we do it because we love it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it's a passion. So to be able to maybe get an editor on board to take some of the time it takes to edit those videos down would free me up to do a lot more yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to... One thing I'm thinking about is maybe getting... I, I need, we need to get into the whole live stream thing. Oh, yeah. um, so that's something Talked I'm seriously that. talking about. And and when we say live stream, some people do it. You know, they do live streams with these webcam stuff. No, no, we are next level, yeah. right? Okay. So I'm taking my GH5. Oh, I've already right. done some research. The GH5 will be the camera doing the live stream. Nice. And it's going to be high quality, 4K live stream. That shit's going to be Brent. great. So one thing I'd like, to, one thing I'm thinking about is the the round of videos that we've done. Um, those are typically recorded beforehand, and they're you know they're processed after the point. I want to take the live stream uh, with the roundups first, and get maybe some community engagement as as we're talking about these items. So that would be awesome. And yeah, yeah that's, awesome. that's that's some of the stuff that's being thought about. So. so how many hours would you say you spend on one episode? Uh, so it depends which video. So Patrick's videos are very easy to edit. Okay. Um, because, well, he's, he doesn't, like, it's just going back and forth. So he's got a really good flow that he's had. Okay. Um, so I can get through his videos fairly quickly, maybe an hour or two. Right. Um, roundups are very easy because they're very self-contained. There's not a whole lot to them. Uh, typically, the videos I do, I try to go into a little more elaborate detail with how things are popping. So those can range anywhere from two hours 
to four to five hours, depending on what I'm trying to do. On right. video. Yeah. So that's just editing. Like to record it, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but sometimes I try to play with it. I always try and push myself with new things. So uh, maybe doing some like uh, After Effects text animation or like doing doing some things to make things like really high quality. I, lo- yep. I love the quality of stuff. So. But it is very high quality. Both, yeah. both. Visual and then audio and yeah. then editing, it is just it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. It is. It's and amazing. I've just self taught myself in the last three years. Yeah, just really? yeah I've had yeah. no, I just, I watch a lot of YouTube and it's amazing the things you can learn on YouTube that people share. So, so how many hours per <clears throat> night do you reckon you sleep? Two? Four. Four. Between I've four been averaging, four hours, yeah. I've been averaging lately maybe around six hours. Yeah. So I get about between four and five. So, yeah. Wow. So. Impressive. <laughs> Between four or five hours. Oh, there you go. Yep. So, okay. Um, we are now at sixteen minutes, which is pretty good. Okay. It was right. what I'm expecting. It was great having you here, guys. Oh. It was Thanks, an honor. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, I've, yeah. I've been trying. For, for those for listeners that don't know, we met Alex last year. Alex um, is and we admit, we all clicked. Yeah, man. we were. Alex is awesome people. Like just like that. Yeah, yeah that was great fun. Yeah. And yeah, Alex was, is the sequel family man. He is the sequel family man. Hashtag sequel hashtag family. Sequel family. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is like one of the great, great socializing things that he does. I'm, I'm jealous. I have my little red wristband yeah, and my red ribbons. ribbons. All because of Alex. It's all Alex. All because of Alex. Yeah. yeah thank so, you, man. Everyone thank you for wants what you do. Stuff, yeah, so. man. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's great fun. I, yeah. I'm hoping also next year I want to get to Sweden. You I should. I want to get to Sweden. You should. Uh, so. there's, there's, there's a couple of folks be... that would love me to like to have us out in Sweden. Oh, so yeah, we'll yeah. see if we can get it done. It's probably going to be two Secret Saturdays in Sweden next year. Okay. Oh, one nice. in Stockholm and one in Gothenburg. Oh. Yeah, just to say. Which one do you recommend? Planning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Both. I mean, yeah. that's just 300 kilometers between them. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you're talking about a different time span, though, right? They're not like <laughs> this weekend, next weekend. It's only 300 kilometers. Different. Yeah, but the distance between the U.S. and that going back is a lot larger than that. Okay. Oh, who cares? <laughs> just, just like 14, 15 hours of travel. 14, yeah. 15. Fine. Yeah. Drop in a bucket. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you need to experience jet lag. Yes. 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 We, I will. Uruguay. Nope. That's not. That, nope. That's the same time zone. It no, it's not the tame same time zone, but it's pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. But is it a tame time zone? Tame time zone. Tame. <laughs> tame, tame time okay. zone. Uh, that might be the beer talking. London. London is it's okay. Yeah, yeah it's, I yeah. mean it's a nine nine and a half hour flight. Yeah, it's like yeah eight and a half for me. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, you're based out Sorry. of Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. and Houston, you're in Houston, Texas. I was about to say Dallas. No, I was in Dallas. Now yeah. I'm in Houston. Yep. Go Astros. Yeah. That's sports, right? Yeah, We're in the World sports. Series. It's yeah. going on right he now. Tonight's the game seven. He asked me about it last night. He's like, and so this is. <laughs> yeah, so go sports. Yeah, go sports. Okay. <laughs> well, that bombshell is time to end the show. Thank you very much, guys. Right. Yeah, thank you so much, Alex. Have a great time. All right, you, All right, too. you too, man. And we are joined now by Rob Sewell. Rob, welcome to Knee Deep in Tech. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Thank you for asking me. Oh, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, so. For those who don't know Rob, let's ask Rob who Rob is. Rob, who so, are you? Who am I? My name's Rob Sewell. Um, most people will know me as SQL DBA with a beard. Um, unfortunately, on Twitter, I'm SQL DBA with beard. Oh. Well, when I first changed my handle, I didn't realize that Twitter had a 15-character limit. So the first time I changed it, I became SQL DBA with a bear, which I very nearly kept, and I have actually... Um, adopted that and I have that as a little funny joke account as well. But on Twitter, you'll find me SQL DBA with beard. 
I'm a PowerShell guy, I'm an MVP. I was very lucky to be given that. Um, I work a lot with SQL Community. And for real work, I do PowerShell automation and training. And I do uh, database DevOps. Oh, okay. So you came into PowerShell from... Did you start with PowerShell or did you start with SQL Server? Um, I was I was a SQL DBA when I first found out about PowerShell. Hmm. Um, but the thing that I did with PowerShell first was uh, reorganize my um, photo album into years and months. Because a friend of mine was a camera nut mm -hmm. and he knew, I asked him, how can I do this? I want them organized. And he said, oh, here's this PowerShell script. And, oh. and I went, man, this is cool. And I was very, very new. I'd only been a SQL DBA for a few weeks. Right. And I was working with a guy called Andrew Prisky, another community member, DBA from the cold. And um, he was new to that organization, not new as a DBA. And um, my responsibility from our boss was to manually check by eye the agent jobs from uh, a couple of hundred instances. And because that was the way it had always been done. Oh. Um, so I uh, PowerShell that into an Excel spreadsheet that went green if it was good and went red if it was bad, which is really funny because that's the title of one of my talks now, and I do it with Pesto. That's, that's how I started. That's, the, that's how I got into PowerShell, and that's how I then immediately put it into use with SQL. Right. But that, that talk, was that the one you gave in Gothenburg? Yes. Yes, where we met incidentally. That's right. Then that's we went to a sauna, and that's a whole other story. That's, that's a completely different story. Yes. yes, that will not pass the anti-harassment policy, I think. Correct. Correct. I mean, the only part of that is the fact that you put me in the dark, and after I'd got changed, I took my glasses off before I went into the sauna, and it was so dark I walked into a fire pit because I couldn't see anything. Oh, did you notice? Uh, yes, I did notice. Oh, yes. I probably still have the bruises <laughs> now. That's too bad, <laughs> right? So, PowerShell. Um, did you do any any um, development on other languages before you found PowerShell, or were you? I'd done a little bit of batch scripting, but oh, really, okay. really only a tiny bit. So you bid to the the other side as well. Yeah, I, I you know like like everybody, I started off as a first line support, um, but I was always the guy that would go and ask the second and third line and say, "No, oh, can I do that? How do I fix that? Can I fix that for yep. you?" Um, and I, there's always tasks that you can automate in some way. So I was always interested in automating stuff. So I'd written a little bit, but not very much. At all. So the driving force is, is automation in that. that that's that's yeah. that's what you want to do. The, as far as I'm concerned, there's no point in doing anything more than once if you can automate it. Yeah. So. Of course, there are going to be some one-off tasks that are really unique snowflake ones that you look after and they're precious. But in general, if you're, if you're doing something more than once, you should automate it. So if you're going to automate it, for me, PowerShell makes it so easy. For me. So it works. Coming into PowerShell, how much has the language changed over the years? Is If I learned something two years ago, is that still going to be relevant? Or Absolutely. Considering Absolutely. the speed that everything else is evolving with, I so there are going to be new commands, mm -hmm. and some commands might change slightly. But the PowerShell team are pretty good about those breaking changes. They're very open about them when they come through. 
Um, but certainly the, the whole concept of there being a noun verb, of the pipeline, all of these sort of base PowerShell yep. things, they've been around since version one. And we are now at version? Where the current production version is 5.1. Um, version six, which is the core version that's available so the current version is 5.1, but the the next iteration, which is PowerShell 6 or PowerShell Core, which is going to work cross-platform, is in beta and will be probably, hopefully, RTM by Q1 of next year. And when you say cross-platform, are we going to see PowerShell on Linux as well? You can already do PowerShell on Linux. Really? You can run PowerShell on a Mac. You can run on PowerShell on a Linux. Interesting. Just, just like you can run SQL Server on Linux, you can now run PowerShell on Linux. So do you have interface between PowerShell and the um, file system and stuff like that as well? Absolutely. Yes. Interesting. And if you run get-process on a Linux machine, it's going to bring back those Linux processes. If you run get-service on a Linux machine, it's going to go, what are you talking about? Oh. Because they don't have services yep. in that yeah. So... Um, there are always going to be some peculiarities in that crossover patch, but yep, you can you can use Visual Studio Code across PowerShell across Windows and Unix on a Mac. You can run your PowerShell on there. I I really enjoy doing um, presentations where I'm doing stuff against a SQL Server, and then later I re actually release the fact that that SQL Server is running on a Linux box because the OS doesn't make any difference. SQL will behave the same. Yeah, PowerShell. PowerShell will behave the same where we're not doing Windows WMI type calls. Mm. Makes sense. So it, it kind of raises a couple of questions. The, the first one is use case for SQL Server on Linux. Um, as I understand it, the use case is very much that customers who are big um, Linux shops um, are interested in saving money from. Um, Oracle or not using MySQL or Postgres there they really want to come and use SQL Server because it's such a great product yep. um, but they don't have any Windows admins and they completely Unix based um, shops this opens up a whole whole new opportunity for them to come and see how great SQL Server is right that does sound pretty useful and what the, the, the last thing I heard it was 40% VMs in Azure running Linux. That's right. And I'm sure that number is rising. It's rising. I yeah. would think so, yes. So, have you any idea how many Linux VMs run SQL Server? Not in the slightest. Oh. <laughs> that would be interesting That's to see if I can find out. Yeah. yeah. That, would, oh. that would be. There we go. Um, there was a bug. I'm not sure if the, it's still there. I tried, it was two years ago, to extract information from VMI on 2020. 2012, 2014, and a 2016 RC machine. But for some reason, I couldn't get the stuff from 2014. 2012 worked and 2016 worked. Um, I never did find out if that was a, an issue with the... There was something with the, the instrumentation. So, yeah, the, that is, is probably a client-based thing mm -hmm. in that um, sometimes... Uh, you, you'll have different versions of those assemblies loaded within your process to go and connect to stuff and sometimes they don't they're not quite compatible oh okay and it's probably something like that 
Yeah. It'll be a special snowflake way the stuff's happening that, that will make that happen for you. But of course, I'm going to say to you, if you want to get information about your SQL servers from SQL 2000 up to SQL whatever comes next, 2017 at the moment, mm. but whatever comes next, you should be using the DBA Tools module. You know, that was actually what I was going next. DBA Tools. What is DBA Tools? DBA Tools is uh, an open source module, a PowerShell module, that is, for um, working with and connecting with SQL Server. Uh, we have over 80 contributors. We have 300 and I think it's 310 today. Tomorrow it will be even more because that's how the thing works with 80 contributors giving us stuff. Um, and when you compare that to the official Microsoft SQL Server module, which only has 98 um, commandlets, you can see we're enabling a lot greater functionality. Wow. How long have the, the efforts been going on for that one? So Chrissy created, so Chrissy Lemaire mm -hmm. is the creator of DBA Tools, and she created a migration script in 2013, 2014, around about there. And then um, as she moved forward, she decided she wanted to bring it out as a module and put it into GitHub and open source mm -hmm. it. Um, and a lot of that main work started happening maybe two years ago now, just over two years ago. Okay. And we've gone from in the region of 30-something commands when we started to 310 today. And a handful of contributors to over 80. And those are, eight, that's 80 people who have contributed as well as people who have given us ideas, raised issues on GitHub, um, at done spell checking and grammar checking for all the documentations and yep. help set up things you know there's a there's a lot of people around giving their free time to make this thing so 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 amazing really really grateful for all the work that they do and that's one of the the driving forces behind the whole secret family thing it is this is a community unlike anything i've ever seen and you are now an mvp yeah. how when did you become an mvp i became an mvp in August. In August? I think. It is now October. Correct. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Very well earned. Thank you. It is an interesting experience I can, I can imagine. Being an MVP. Yes. It is. It is because I'm just me. Yeah. I'm just a bloke that loves talking about stuff, loves helping people. Really, I'm really happy to share all of my knowledge because... I only got here by people sharing their knowledge with me. So when I, I talk about that first SQL DBA job that I did with, with Andrew, mm -hmm. the rest of that story is that about four or five months later, he left to get another job, mm -hmm. and then our boss left, and then the other Oracle DBA left, and then there was me. Oh. So I was five months into understanding and learning about SQL Server, and... I had this entire production, very important system estate to look after, and I, I was aware of how it needed to be done properly in the main, mm -hmm. but it was actually getting it done was just drowning me, and, and I, I had no support, no peers, nobody within the organization, and um, so I got my knowledge from all of these wonderful people who share on blogs and and videos and you know, conferences when I could get to them. 
And it's really interesting because when I was at the PowerShell conference last week doing a pre-con with um, the guy who was my Utah group leader, he didn't tell me this, but he added a slide into, um, into our presentation at the beginning. And he says, in October 2012, I received an email from a DBA who was very new and had no knowledge or information, and he would like to join our user group. And it took me three or four months before I was actually able to have the time to go to a user group meeting because I was just so overloaded. Right. And he said the, you know, the end of that story is that now, five years later, he's an MVP, he's you know, doing free calls, doing talks. If I can do it, anybody can do it. You know, this is pretty interesting. This is the same story that I hear over and over and over again. People getting thrust into a job they were not quite equipped to handle and just sucking up, going out to try to find information, finding, as you said, all of these wonderful people sharing and then realizing, okay, it can be done. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you are there on stage, an MVP, and then sharing and then teaching. And everybody wants to help. Yes. It is by far the best community there is so I'm tell you another story about about communities mm -hmm. so I said I started as a SQL DBA yeah and actually strictly speaking I joined the DBA team as an Oracle DBA oh and I was an Oracle DBA for six weeks mm -hmm. six weeks six weeks okay and then the boss decided that because there was a lot more SQL to be done and there was a lot of work that Andrew was getting overloaded that there was an opportunity for me to do that and she would get another Oracle DBA was her, her initial thought. Um, but in that six weeks when I was actually an Oracle DBA, I'd, I'd been to two courses and there was one half of a day where my boss was not available to be able to be in the office. Right. And she said, don't worry, it's not a problem, nothing will go wrong. <laughs> Of course, you know what happens. The main big massive system, which happened to be on Oracle, went down. Oops. And I knew enough to go and find an error log. Right. And I knew enough to read the error log and find the error message. And I knew enough to put that into Google. And I knew enough to stop because I did not understand what on earth there was around there. And I tried to get some help from... Uh, an or the Oracle forum in the Oracle mm -hmm. community and the experience I had there was less than pleasant <coughs> um, I didn't get any support uh, in fact I got almost the opposite of support I fast forward a couple of years I'm about to bring in availability groups into an organization for this system I know that I'm going to go and have a discussion with somebody who's going to ask those awkward questions And I wanted to know what happened to the transaction if it had been committed on the primary and had been hardened on the secondary. And in effect, the act was coming back to the primary mm -hmm. when the secondary went down. Just because it, it tweaked my interest. And I wondered what was going on. And I googled and I looked. And, and it was really very difficult to find out. And I read some white papers and I couldn't find this information. Yep. And, and then my wife says, for goodness sake, are you going to spend all night in, in, in there in front of the computer? Please, will you come and you know spend some time with me? Absolutely fair enough. Yes. So I sent out a tweet to the SQL help 
and the tweet said, no, this is what I'm trying to find out. Can somebody help me? And I thought, I'll look at the answers in the morning. In the time it took me to walk from where the computer was and uh, sort the dog out to do his nighttime stuff and then come back, I've got three or four um, answers. In fact, one of them was from Alan White, standing just over there. Ah. And uh, two or three other big names in the secret community oh do you mean this or no what about what when it's like that and literally within 30 minutes I had my answer just because these guys went yeah sure I'll answer that question and that to me really shows the beauty of the secret community it's not just a group of people who want to help you it's everybody involved in the secret family who are just so willing to give and share so generous with their knowledge I agree completely. I, I spent the first years of my career as an Oracle DBA too. And I've been to Oracle Open World a couple of times. Mm. And these days I describe the Oracle community as very similar to the Sigma family, just the other way around. <laughs> and I really prefer that to be a joke. But it isn't. So I'm, I'm very happy to have found the Sigma family as opposed to the other communities. And um, sometimes Oracle might be a better product. Sometimes SQL Server might be a better product. But when it comes to support and community, well, there you have it. Absolutely. All day long. It's the, the SQL community is, is without doubt one of the best. And I'm really pleased to say that I'm, I'm, I'm super lucky and that the PowerShell community is, is just as open and welcoming as well. Much smaller, much, much less mature in its, uh, in its development, but, but full of amazing wonderful people who are willing to share and want to help yep. and it's it's uh, it's always interesting to see when some people haven't yet realized that the old mercantilistic idea of if i have something and i give it to you i've lost it hmm. it doesn't apply to knowledge yeah. if i have something and i give it to you i will get it back in space exactly so what's on the horizon for you going forward <coughs> um Crikey, um, I, the next place I will be doing community stuff is a PowerShell Saturday in Munich. Munich? In Munich. Mm -hmm. And then I'm hoping to be at the PASS camp in Frankfurt. And then it is my favourite end of the community season event, which is SQL Saturday Slovenia. Slovenia? Slovenia. Okay. And if you haven't been to Slovenia, go to Slovenia in December when the Christmas lights are up everybody's so friendly it's a fantastic experience if you're involved in SQL then come and I would say come and speak or come and visit and it's a beautiful place to bring families and wives and girlfriends because it's, it's very atmospheric it's, it's winter but it's not freezing cold there's lots of lights and sort of mulled wine and you know a, a really super experience who's doing the, that conference is it Dayan? So that's Dayan Sarka, Maladin um, Pradic, oh, and right. uh, Matiala, and Tomasz Kustrom. <laughs> They're the main people involved. Call for content has closed, hasn't it? That's right, yes. Yeah. yes. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll submit next year and see what happens. Okay. It has been great talking to you, and I'm very happy you, you said you'd be happy to join. And thank you very much. Thank you so much. Take care.